sitting across the table from me is alex gorley and the well-dressed beautiful man across me is mike odenbeck and these just happen to be our soberless beautiful thoughts that's right <laughs> and uh today's buzz is being brought to you by the pina colada pina coladas <laughs> dude i fucking love pina coladas yeah i didn't un- i didn't realize this because the first time we started this podcast and we were like pre-gaming i was yeah. like i can make a pina colada you're like yeah i would love one and yes. i was like okay maybe he just wants something beachy and you were like <laughs> slammed it and then since then you've been like dude we need to do pina coladas again yeah <laughs> even the other the other people in the other rooms when i made these i was like anybody else want these they're like no just give it to mike <laughs> <laughs> i i did not i would have had this sooner if i would have known oh yeah man i love them yeah they're like one of my favorite all-time drinks yeah favorite of all time they are like the perfect beach drink that's amazing yeah you can't you can't not have one it's either it's a this and then a close second to this for the beach drink is sex on the beach yeah have you had those oh dude yeah ah so good i was in college yeah (laughs) i feel like when you start off in college like especially i noticed this every girl i ever met like as soon as they turn 21 i'm like they ordered sex on the beaches but by the time they're 22 i'm like do you want a sex on the beach they're like god no I've yeah. drank so many over those in the past year. Oh, yeah. You can't just always drink those. That's why I drink shit with, you know, like IPAs and stuff like that to mix them up. Yeah, cleanse the palate. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, drink, you drink a pina colada, and then you drink an IPA, and your mouth just wants to slap you in the face. Oh, yeah. It's lit <laughs> up at that point. You're like, there's so much going on. My taste buds, surprised I don't have four swollen taste buds. That's right. I'm going to bite off later. <laughs> well, tell us about a pina colada. All right. So pina colada, um, at least our pina colada today, is one that I made uh, with Sailor Jerry spiced rum. You don't normally use spiced rum, but I wanted to use it. Uh, also, normally it's that, and you put in a little bit of pineapple juice and... You can use coconut milk or cream of coconut. I use cream of coconut. Um, there's different variations of it. I used to work at one bar that used to put champagne in it, but it never made sense to me because I'm like, you're putting it in there and then you're throwing it in a blender. You lose everything that makes champagne. Right. Uh, I like to put a little bit of banana liqueur into it just because okay. it adds a little bit more of that beachiness. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, it just tastes better. And then, um, yeah, you just kind of uh, do about an ounce of... Uh, the rum about a half ounce of banana liqueur and i did about three ounces of pineapple juice and about an ounce and a half to two ounces of the cream of coconut with some ice blend that thing up boom go sit on a porch somewhere or beach really (laughs) sit next to the pool yeah i got my feet in the sand and pina colada i I was like i know pina is pineapple i'm guessing colada is coconut i I didn't know for sure i knew pina was but i was like watch colada means something else um let's see pina colada translate oh okay so the literal meaning for pina colada is strained pineapple hmm. with colada meaning strained in spanish thank you uh <laughs> i've only said pina was pineapple like three times yeah uh thanks google um thank you google <laughs> Yeah, right. But yeah, uh, so yeah, let's try these things. Uh, right. I think I already know what the verdict is, so. 
It is very refreshing. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Oh, it's good. Mm. And mine's not this one we made. Sometimes you make them too thick. Oh yeah. man, this is a good. It's like that borderline between the two. Borderline between the good and the bad, and the bad and the good, and the always great. <laughs> so, because uh, we are drinking pina coladas, we figured today. Yes, we're gonna go. We're gonna go on vacation. We're gonna go on a trip <laughs> around the world. Yeah, and uh, because we are who we are, <laughs> uh, we looked up the top dark tourism destinations in the world. Yep. So we are going to figure out our flying, <laughs> our frequent flyer miles, and see which ones we want to travel to. That's right. So if you want to follow along with us, I'm at blog urbansurf.me and uh, if you go on there you will search around and you will find a listing for the 18 top dark tourism destinations in the world nice Alex before we get started do you think that you want to go to each one of these locations I would say all right, just because, like, I know recently, FYI, if anybody hasn't seen, there is a new TV show out called Dark Tourism uh, out on Netflix right now, which is kind of a little bit where I was, like, interesting. I started watching a couple episodes, but, you know, some of them, they were hitting some random places or, yeah. like, the trailers for it. And I was like, there were some that were like, let's go to Iraq. I'm like, I don't know if I want to go to Iraq, man. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's dark. It's not really dark tourism. It's more, like, just dangerous. Yeah. Like... Let's go to Syria. Yeah. Let's go to They love us there. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go. Let's get a rowboat and just just go along the coast of Somalia. See if we can't play with some pirates. Yeah. I was like, look, honey, the Somalian pirates. Ooh, they look real angry. Hey, can we get a selfie with you guys? (laughs) I'm the captain now. (laughs) That's fine. Just like the movie, honey. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, like spooky destinations yeah which i would argue bobby mackey's would definitely be a destination if you're in the local cincinnati area oh yeah i mean yeah that would totally be considered dark tourism yeah so or like any other haunted house quote unquote that you go to yeah or haunted area like all the the bridge of burbank is haunted you know you go in there and and you want to sit on it at midnight with your lights out in your car, you know, that's a haunted tourism thing. Yeah. So that would be considered like dark tourism, dark tourism. Now yeah. it, that I feel like that's French. Cause some of these, there were like atrocities that yeah. have like True. just millions, thousands to millions of people have died or something horrific happened. Right. Which it, I feel like it's part of the human mind to be curious to see what those areas are. And I've heard of some of these before where people say they go and they, you know, they have certain feelings, that kind of thing. So, yeah. oh, I'm sure you, I'm sure just knowing the background, yeah. you would have a certain kind of aura in the atmosphere in that yeah. area. You think? Yeah. I, it's, so yeah, that's, that's that is an interesting point of view because it makes me go, what if we took an idiot that didn't know anything about it? Yeah, to like one of these places, especially there's one in in particular, like someone who just like didn't know anything about history, and we're like, what is this place? Like, I don't know, man. What do you feel like? Yeah. What, what do you think's around you? Do you think they're gonna go like, 
I don't know. It just feels cold and desolate and like. Or like, you know what? I'd like to put up a tent and a hammock and uh, <laughs> just hang out. Yeah. Well, that seems like a nice place. A lot of birds around here and like not is, a lot of people. Is the, uh, <laughs> I wonder what the real estate's like here. Yeah. I wonder if I can get some cheap property. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind building a house here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the slasher film. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Crystal Lake. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> look Sounds- at this. Yeah, look how cheap it is, honey. There's all these cabins. We can have them all for the low price of like twenty five thousand dollars. We get a hundred acres. <laughs> this is idyllic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dark tourism. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that just made me think, like, like, honey. I think I saw the guy that's been upkeeping the uh, the cabins here at Crystal Lake. Yeah. He. He wears a hockey mask. I don't know. I saw That's him the so other weird. day. Yeah. I'm like, why would he have that on? Yeah. You think he's late to practice? I don't know. <laughs> Go Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think instead of starting at number one, I'm going to start down at number 18 and work my way up to number oh, one. Oh, good call. Good call. All right. Number 18 on our list of 18 dark tourist destinations is Pompeii, Italy. Okay. Talk about uh, lots of people dying. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so each one of these has like a little paragraph that I'm going to read. Again, this is from blog.urbansurf.me. They get all the uh, accolades for this. Yeah. <laughs> Their words, not mine. Being a classical Roman municipality, Pompeii dated back to the 16th or 17th century B.C., the town was instantly buried under ash after the explosion of Mount Vesuvius in 79 AD. It is now a World Heritage Site. Pompeii. Pompeii. You know what happened there. Yeah. Big, basically, thriving civilization all covered in lava and ash, destroyed overnight. Yeah, like instantaneously. Yeah. Things erupt and they couldn't leave. Yeah. Well, no, because it happened instantly. Yeah. Like just this massive explosion. It was one of those that probably like the whole, oh, God, what happened? It happened in like uh, in the northwestern, like Washington State or something that there was a volcano that blew up and just like just destroyed hundreds of miles of like like forest st helens or something yes yeah yeah it was something like that because it was like the volcano itself wasn't structurally sound so it blew out a side right and then yeah. same thing yeah they just literally had enough time to like get in their homes and that was it because there's like yeah. you know the, like you had you literally had a minute maybe yeah because there's things of people of course they could have been asleep but it was like you know they have people that are encased in like rock or lava or oh, yeah, tons of the, the solid ash yeah yeah and it's like you know you could tell it's like people that cared about each other like holding each other right uh i love the one of the the guy who's like laying in a bed jerking <laughs> off dude i was gonna bring that up <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we've all seen it and you're like at first you're like dude what the hell but in, the, in your mind you're like solid move bro yeah solid move i mean you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> yeah i don't know if i'd be able to get hard yeah, your heart would be beating just a little fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ultimate game of ookie cookie. 
Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So uh, people go to Pompeii though when they go to visit and tourists in Italy. Yeah. They go to Pompeii all the time. Yeah. It's like one of the hot spots in Italy to go to visit. I feel like I mean that's like ancient ancient history. I feel like I would definitely go to that. It because it like I said it's just history. Like it's it's more. Like it's it's been so far removed from us, like we know what happened, right? But it's just like a, a like a crazy thing that we look at. Like it just is like a crazy con- like coincidence. This whole thing happened, kind of thing. Yeah. So um, you would go? I'd go for sure. I'd go, especially in Italy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. I'd go. Yeah. I'd go. Uh, number seventeen, Costa Concordia shipwreck off of the coast of Italy. What's that? What's up with Italy, bro? More than 4,000 people died in this Italian cruise ship after it struck an underwater barrier on the 13th of January in 2012. The ship is now a popular destination for dark tourism. It's like still fresh in the water, but it still like sticks out of the water. It's like on its side. Half in the water, half out yeah. of the water. So my first reaction was, "Man, you ain't no Titanic." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, as soon as you said the date, I was like, "Ooh, hold that back." Uh, <laughs> yeah. I that's a hard one. Like I would go if like you know if some I don't know. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't look to go if I was in Italy. If someone mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, there's this boat sticking out of the water where all these people died," you're, you're like, "You want to go?" And be like, "Do I got pay for it?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> like no man i got a boat cool let's go right. um it, it just to kind of say i went but i don't think it'd be something i would be like biting at the bit to go to All right it's not something that you would pay a tour guide to go check out yeah basically yeah uh if i was on a boat traveling through the mediterranean and i just happened to pass by it i would look over and be like Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that I don't know what's cool about it, but just seeing it, like, yeah, oh, that's cool. It it would be very, I don't know, bring it to reality. I'm trying to think of the right word. Like it would be very, like, um, definitely. Oh man, what is the word I'm trying to think of here? It's it'd, it'd be very like realistic, very like almost not like almost shocking. To like, because then you would kind of realize the situation of like what happened. Like, humbling, oh, yeah, humbling. Um, it just kind of be like a wave of what actually like you kind of understood what happened at that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, both maybes. Yeah. London Dungeon in England. Uh-huh. The London Dungeon has been a well-known tourist attraction since 1974. The dungeon allows the visitors to embark on a journey through 1,000 years of the London Torture Show. 18 shows, 20 actors, and three rides feature in this place to create a realistic and impressive scene of horror. So is this like the... Is this like during like the dark times where they would like 
blasphemy, put him in the Iron Maiden, put him on the rack. Is it like all that kind of stuff? Probably. Uh, during like what 1600s yeah during the middle the then the dark times the yeah. dark ages dark ages the uh oh what was it when the church ran everything the you mean like from like 200 bc to like <laughs> now yeah yeah <laughs> i meant like of england but yeah <laughs> yeah it's like basically they ran everything and they would just like just imprison people constantly in the Tower of London and just torture people and like anybody who didn't believe in what they believed in. Yeah. Yeah. How many millions of people have been murdered in the name of Jesus Christ? Uh millions for sure. All of all people. By the way, London Dungeon. Yeah. Sounds like the beginning of a nursery rhyme. London Dungeon. Got you locked up. Yeah. Dirt oh. I, dude, I almost had it. The name I was thinking of during the, uh, whatever. But yeah, uh, London Dungeon had some inmates. London Dungeon uh, put them on the rack to their straight. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like it's a. It sounds like it's a theme park. The way they described it, eighteen shows, twenty actors, three rides. Featured yeah. in this place to create a realistic and impressive scene. Let me tell you, I just looked it up. Dude, there's like pictures, like people like putting their heads on like a fake guillotine and like the families all around it and all the kids are, ah, we're getting our heads cut off. <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem like it's that dark. It is, it's dark, but it's like, it's definitely been, uh, you know, scrubbed down a little bit. Oh, it's one sensitized. of the well, one of the rides looks like it's the elevator, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's uh, it's it definitely looks interesting. So I mean, yeah, I'd go. All I, right, yeah, I'd definitely go. Yeah, definitely I, go. I uh, I definitely go just for the word I can't think of the the Renaissance the the Renaissance. Yeah, the Renaissance. It was right before the Renaissance, Dark Ages. I'll I will think of that word later, and then it'll be too late. The Inquisition. Inquisition. The fucking Inquisition. <laughs> Jesus Almighty. Thank you. <laughs> oh, the Inquisition. That's it. <laughs> oh. You're welcome. <laughs> the Holy Inquisition. Yeah. Yeah within the catholic church who aimed was to combat heresy right heresy right uh <laughs> oh god dude that was hurting like i kept it was like it was like you ever like drop something between your seats in your car and you you like you reach it and you can barely feel it with the tip of your finger but you yeah. can't grab shit yeah that was that word in my brain <laughs> It was that like that one little like pin I dropped down there. I'm just barely moving yeah. it around, but I can't actually grab it. <laughs> I kept going, yeah, yeah. Number fifteen, <laughs> Island of the Dolls in Mexico. Have you heard of this? No, but that one already sounds horrifying. Welcome to Mexico's creepiest tourist attraction. The story of the island goes back when Don Santana, who was the only inhabitant of the island, found a body of a girl drowned in the canal. 
Then, Santana was haunted by the spirit of the dead girl, so he started getting dolls for her until he died of the very same place that he found the girl. We know dolls can be scary from various movies, but you should see the island of the dolls. Nightmares. That's what nightmares are made of. <laughs> I guarantee it. So this dude lived on the island by himself. Yep. Randomly found a dead girl in a canal on his island. Yeah. And then <clears throat> he was haunted by this dead, the ghost of this dead girl. Yeah. And then to appease the ghost, he started getting all these dolls and just putting them everywhere on the island so that the ghost would freaking leave him alone. Yeah. That's that's some shit though cuz like And then he ended up dying exactly in the same spot where he found the girl. See, that just shows you like just leave him laying there. <laughs> do you think maybe he had something to do with her death? Well, see, I I was thinking the opposite. Maybe she was haunting him to go go find my killer or my murder like or whatever happened and he's like, "Nah." I'm just going to stay here on the island. She's like, no, lazy ass. Go leave. Right, go yeah. find my killer. He's like, I'll just get you some dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you play with those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe he had something to do with it. Could be. I was. I thought, like, well, what happened? Like, did he bury her? Did I, he I eat no her? Idea. Uh, like, no idea. Uh, this does not give me enough detail. Yeah. We're just blanking over these things. Yeah. Really, we're just asking, would we go there or not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you want to go check out this island full of creepy-ass dolls? No, not at all, really. <laughs> I'd drive by on a boat and wave, <laughs> and I'd be like, that's a lot of creepy-ass dolls. Because, like, I've seen one creepy-ass doll in a dark room and go... I don't want to be in this room anymore. Oh, I don't yeah. know what I'd do if I had, I don't know, a couple hundred staring at me yeah. as I'm walking by. We should do a podcast live from the Island of Dolls at <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, hey, we're here. Uh, it seems to be fine. Uh, they definitely can see my soul. Uh <laughs> How many dark, crazy-ass places could we just stay the night at and do a podcast at, like we did at Bobby Mackey's? How much alcohol would it take? <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> it would take enough where we definitely got to have a ride there and back. DD. <laughs> DD on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but yeah. I'm definitely not. If I'm in Mexico drinking pina coladas, I'm not like, look, we could go to the beach again, or... I mean, we're talking about doing a podcast at Waverly Hills. Yeah, that's, that's a, I feel like the dolls would be creepier. <laughs> <laughs> They're just all staring at you, like, okay. Yeah. You just, just see figures just in the... the hair stands up on my back just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So uh, the ship that was turned over sideways in the Mediterranean Sea as yeah. we're riding by on a boat, I would be like, ah, oh, that's cool. The Island of the Dolls, as we're riding by on the boat, I would probably not even look in that direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Uh, number 14, La Noria Cemetery in Chile. Okay. Once a mining town, La Noria collapsed under several economic issues and turned into a ghost town. The abandoned place is told to be home to the dead people who walk at night. There are also horrifying graves that are kept open, exposing bodies for no known reason. All right. <clears throat> that's kind of, that's really fucking creepy. What, they just have exposed graves? They have lots of graves that they just leave wide open with, like, the exposed skeletons just chilling down there. Yeah. Complete ghost town. See, I, when you said ghost town, I was like, shit, dude, I've been in some ghost towns. Um, or damn near close one. There's a uh, Elton, you know, when we're... I recently took pictures of me and my wife went out to gravel switch. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if you go a little bit further, there is a town that I swear, like you drive through main street, nothing like every single store is closed and it's creepy, but it's kind of neat because you just kind of see it's like a, it's literally a city stuck in one time. Yeah. Uh, like almost like it's stuck in 1994. Um, Are there any people that actually still live there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they live on like the outskirts and they, you know, they drive through town, but like the main street when it was a booming town, you know, had all this stuff, but they don't use it. Now it's like they just go to Walmart on the outside of town or like yeah. Dollar General. Uh, but that whole strip just, it's basically abandoned. I'm sure people own it, but they don't do anything with it. At least the last time I was driving through it. I wonder. I want to find like an a legit ghost town. I'm, there's got to be one somewhere in eastern Kentucky or something. Ah, oh, dude, there's some for sure around here. Because uh, like old mining towns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, dude. They just like as soon as the mines closed, the you know corporation left, who also owned all the houses and all the grocery stores. When they left, no one could do anything, so they all had to move. Yeah. So. Uh, that that would be a, a good one to find and see if there's any ghost towns in uh, Kentucky at all. Yeah, I'd like to go. Yeah. I'd like to check it out. So I would definitely go to this place, much like the other one. I don't. It wouldn't pique my interest to like. I wouldn't sought it out, but I would go. Uh, the exposed graves are creepy, right? I, and I feel like I'm one of these people too. Like if they were like, there's it, the, there's the graves. And I'm like, damn it, I gotta look. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to because I don't want to see it, but at the same time, you just kind of got to look. Just you to think see. maybe they have zombies though, because it says it's the abandoned place. It's told to be the home to the people that walk around at night, mm. the home to the dead people who walk around at night. Yeah, maybe that's why they're exposed. They go back and dig up the, or like you know, at the first couple nights they were alive. Yeah, they went and dug up all their other people. So they all can get out. Yeah. Now they're all just exposed. Mm. That sounds like a good movie premise. Yeah. Write that down. Write that down, Gary. Number 13, Alcatraz. I have not been there, but my parents have. Yeah? Yeah. And they brought a book back from one guy that stayed there and got his signature on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. They, they, he was there signing the book. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. I've still got the book somewhere my parents do. Um, but I always remember kind of going through it, 
kind of vaguely reading it, but dude, I'd totally go to Alcatraz. If, oh, I, yeah. if you're in, I think it's San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. Uh, totally. I would love to go. One of the most famous prisons is Alcatraz. Serial killers and other dangerous criminals stayed here from 1934 to 1963. Today it's a museum, which is among the best dark tourism destinations in the world. I feel like we need to highlight this this is just a note for later but uh highlight this for a later episode because there's been some recent events about that place about alcatraz yeah i don't even know about this uh All right. write to, write them down okay we'll, we'll go over them. okay mark that mark that gary <laughs> uh ground zero usa new york the site of the World Trade Center in New York City, which was attacked in 2001, is known as Ground Zero. Almost 3,000 people died in this attack, and you can visit the National September 11th Memorial and Museum to know more about the dreadful event. 9-11. I, see, I don't even consider that dark tourism. I just, if for us, like, we all kind of went through it together right and i wouldn't go as i feel like i wouldn't go as like it's freaking me out it's, it'd be more like honoring those that died there kind of yeah. thing so yeah. it to me it would be a different wave of emotions i guess right of why to go right and just a, a constant reminder yeah of the the lives that are lost and the the evil government of the United States that killed those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, uh, number 11, brand castle, Romania. Is this Vlad the impaler? Brian Castle, also known as Dracula's Castle, Boom! is located in Transylvania. The 14th century Gothic fortress is a perfect example of a Transylvanian castle and is a museum now, even with a gift shop. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's it's Vlad the Impaler, Dracula. Oh, yeah. You gotta go. 100%. Plus, 100%. L- let's all be honest, not to shit on them, but what the fuck else are you gonna do in Romania? Because if you could name one other thing <laughs> as, that's in in Romania to go do. As married men, yeah, there ain't shit else to do in Romania. <laughs> as single men, there's probably there's yeah. a lot more to do in yeah. Romania. <laughs> Green cards all the way around. All right. <laughs> uh, Okpo Land, South Korea. This is a horrible amusement park, which was shut down upon several fatal accidents. An abandoned roller coaster, electric cars, and a duck train are all part of a popular tourist attraction for dark tourism. So it's basically just a shut down amusement park. Man, I could just go to the county fair. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, same amount of people probably died. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just from the food and beverages. That's right. Yeah, that's not even from the. God damn it, Sally! That's the third deep fried Snickers you ate today. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes. Yeah. 
<laughs> Did you have you seen that that meme on Facebook recently where it's uh they take two celebrities and mash them together? And there's one where it's uh Walter Brimley and Guy Fieri and his and his name is Guy Abetus. Oh my god, no. <laughs> oh dude, I'll have to send you the picture. It's the funniest thing. It's it's <laughs> literally Walter Brimley's face with Guy Fieri's hair and shirt on and all yeah. that shit. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Number nine, the Chowan Chuang Chuang Cambodia. Um, no, I'm pronouncing that horribly. Chuang C H O E U N G. Second word E K. Ek. Yeah, Chowan Chuang this horrific location in Cambodia is known as the Killing Fields. Today you can see countless mass graves. Statistics indicate that over 20,000 people were killed here between 1975 and 1979. Not even half of them have been found until now. Graves are informative by their names such as the tomb of 100 infants and their own mothers. The tomb of 166 corpses having no heads, and the tomb of 87 corpses having no hands or legs. All right. Now, all right. <laughs> this is just like the Killing Fields are famous. Yeah, like I've definitely heard of them uh, more than some of the, uh, some of these other sites we've heard of, but. It's not like somewhere I'm dying to go see, but I feel like I need to just for the historical factor. Uh, is this the same area where they like, isn't there like a, I don't know if this is right or not. I, there's somewhere in the world that they dig up their ancestors and they parade them around town like their bones. I don't know. And I've never even heard it, of that. No? No. Yeah, they, it's like a whole big celebration in this town where they will literally dig up their relatives and then like drink it like put them at tables and drink with them and honor oh, that them sounds horrible it's a little messed up yeah because like you know and they, and they wrap them so they can stay together so it's like you know sometimes they're like there's one relative they've dug up you know a couple hundred times Jesus, uh, and they put them back after they're done and they sit there and like pour drinks down their throat and all sorts of stuff oh jesus they actually pour drinks in them well like a lot of them are like bones or like mummified they're not like fresh uh, uh they gotta smell bad oh i guarantee it i guarantee it none of that sounds fun to me yeah like none of that no it's like a town celebration and i didn't know if that was i don't i don't think this is that but i have no idea and i wouldn't even i don't even want to go to the killing fields of cambodia yeah like that there's nothing like i can read about that in an encyclopedia and, and you're you're good <laughs> and i'm good yeah i don't need to physically go there just uh i guess we'll do a podcast from the killing fields of cambodia <laughs> oh god <laughs> wow that would be fuck uh <laughs> Yeah, we would definitely get in some shit on that one. I don't even know what we would talk about at that. I don't either. I I would just interview people. Like, come over here, man. Like, who has the be- like? Who who speaks the best English? All right, make a line. Let's do this, and we're just gonna talk. <laughs> Enlighten us on. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Number eight, Banff Springs Hotel, Canada. Do you know about this place? I have no idea. I haven't even heard it. 
Banff Springs Hotel is among Canada's most haunted places. The story says that the ghost of a woman who died in her wedding gown has been seen dancing in the ballroom in, you guessed it, her wedding gown. But what is worse? is that she's not the only ghost seen in this horrifying building. I don't know. I guess it's just the most haunted uh, hotel in Canada. Or a haunted place in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Are we been to Bobby Mackey's? Yeah, I was like, I'd do it. Once it comes to just haunted places, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you had being haunted. Let's go. Yeah, what's the number one most haunted room in this haunted hotel? Well, that's where we'll set up. Yeah, the haunted thing. I would go, but I'm not. I'm not packing my bags to make the like. If I'm in Canada and it's around, sure, let's go. Let's swing by. Yeah, I'm not really exactly sure where this is in Canada. Yeah, I have to look it up real quick. If I, it's like right across the river from Detroit, I'm on. The, I'm. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. How you doing? Good and you? Yeah, good. They got those L-shaped uh, pool tables over there. Hell yeah, dude! It's a four-star hotel now, and I can book. I can book a room right now. Oh, dude! How much is it a night? Uh, the cheapest room for one night is three hundred ninety-seven dollars. Yeah, it's probably from the uh, the ghost jesus christ yeah i bet you that's like one of those let's see that seems seems like a fringe one just like you can go stay in a haunted hotel it's just it's not as like ominous i guess oh dude it's all the way on the west coast oh is it yeah it's right outside of calgary oh so 100 percent, i'd go i'd go there yeah i'd go to the to the haunted hotel if uh that's what we need to start a gofundme page for that's exactly what we need to do. start a GoFundMe page. Or uh or uh what's the other one called? Um Patreon. Oh yeah. I was I was thinking Kickstarter, but yeah. Yeah. Start a Patreon page for our, our uh podcast so we could go to places like that. Yeah. Send us, please. Yeah. So we will go. We will stay the night there. We'll tell you we'll be live streaming there the whole time. Yeah. And tell you exactly what it's like. <laughs> uh and then also on that uh destination list, after we get our Patreon started, will be the um Sedlec Osseria in Chechnya. <laughs> okay. Sweet, can't wait to go. <laughs> Heard so much about this place before. Yeah. This building is a small Roman Catholic chapel. The architecture is fascinating in a creepy kind of way, with around 50,000 skeletons used for its interior decoration. The unique style started with the creative idea of local woodworker Frantesk Rint who used bones to decorate the chapel in the 1970s for the first time. I, like It was going to make sense if it was like, I don't know, 50 years after like the plague. Yeah. And like, well, we had all these bodies and they were all... Well, where the fuck did he get all these yeah. skeletons? There's like, the picture I'm looking at, there's a th- there's thousands of skulls everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, drifters. Drifters. <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. 
You think that motherfucker's haunted? It better be. <laughs> if it ain't, All right. I, I just don't know about it anymore. <laughs> Chechnya? Chechnya? Man, I don't... Again, what do you do in Chechnya? Other than go to that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Go to go to the the nice discos and uh, yeah. drink that's one of those countries where like if you have a 50 dollar bill you're one of the richest guys in in the nation <laughs> in chechnya <laughs> just because i'm curious and we're talking about vacations chechnya things to do <laughs> i already have it pulled up 10 best things to do in chechnya well i got 15 best things to do in chechnya and you said that was the yakahaba Yendiri Church? No, it's the the Sedlik Oseri. Well, they have a giant moss there that actually looks like is looks pretty impressive. That's uh Taj Mahal. It kind of looks like Taj Mahal. Yeah. It's called the Ak- Akimad Kadirov Mosque. I like uh, like we're looking at all these trip and like I keep getting all these trip advisors. COVID might be. <laughs> like I think I got other things to worry about. <laughs> Interesting. Well, you know. Yeah. Chechnya is always a good place to visit. Yeah, maybe we'll go there on our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six. Leap Castle, Ireland. Wait, wait, let me guess, because I don't know, but I'm guessing people will jump out of the top window and kill themselves. Well, let's find out. One of the most haunted destinations for dark tourism in Ireland is Leap Castle. The castle was built in the 13th century and has had a murderous history. According to its own website, Leap Castle is home to many fascinating and sometimes horrific spirits. I just think if you call it Leap Castle, it makes you feel like it makes me think like they're leaping to their doom. Like they were at the top. Maybe that's like where the Rapunzel story started from. Let's see. A turbulent and bloody history used as a fortress, home and tomb. Leap Castle is home to many fascinating and sometimes horrific spirits. Built in the early 1500s under a super under the supervision of the powerful and warring O'Carroll clan, o- O'Carroll clan, Leap Castle has been the center of much bloodshed and brutal atrocities. Situated in the county of Offaly, Ireland, north of Roscaria, on the R421, which, I mean, we don't know where any of that shit is. Mm-hmm. This is one of those places where, like, let's say Mandy and I go on a, on our honeymoon to Ireland. Yeah. And I'm like, let's go to Leap Castle. And she'd be like, oh, cool. Let's go check out the castle. <laughs> yeah. And just tell her absolutely nothing about the history. Yeah. And then when we get there, there'll be like a plaque, like right outside the building. And it'll tell, <laughs> have like all this shit listed. And like, why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what that is. So. Yeah. I would I would go to Leap Castle in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, that seems like a fun afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no reason not to. Number five, uh, the site of the Auschwitz concentration camp in Poland. 
Auschwitz was the largest Nazi concentration and death camp. Auschwitz concentration camps had more than 40 camps operated by Nazi Germany during World War II and have become one of the most embarrassing and important places in European history. At least 1 million Jews were killed in Auschwitz and 196 prisoners managed to escape from the camp. It was turned into a museum in 1947. I knew this was coming eventually. Now, when I was talking earlier about let's take a guy that's super like stupid it doesn't know anything yeah this is the place i was thinking of yeah because i've heard i've met people who said they've been there and they're like you can just feel just like like i said just desolate just like cold like you could just sense death right and i'm like i want to know if someone who doesn't know shit about anything if you took them there would they still feel that same thing I don't know. It, I think it depends on how open and how sensitive they are. Oh, that's true. To the too. atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be a very, like we said earlier, like humbling, uh, eye-opening experience. Yeah. Because I know they they keep like, I think like from the people I've talked to, like they have like a room of nothing but shoes of everyone that got like killed there. <sighs> And it's a mountain of shoes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and it just kind of puts in perspective what happened. Yeah, uh, I would, I would have definitely go there out of respect, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't. It would be. I'm sure I would get a little. There would be a little bit of uneasiness, but I think it would. It would be more or less just kind of a big realization. So yeah, I, I would definitely go there. I I mean I would go, I I guess I would go. Yeah, if I was in Poland for some reason. Yeah, I have no I have no reason or want to go to Poland. <laughs> but if I happened to find myself in Poland, yeah, at some I think I would go. Yeah, just out of respect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and number four, uh, <laughs> Fukushima, Japan. An earthquake resulted in a tsunami which brought a nuclear disaster in Fukushima. After the nuclear plant melted down, more than 15,000 residents had no choice but to flee the town. The majority never did return, and the town gained a disturbing sight of loneliness. Yeah, a massive ghost town, uh, dude. I remember when this happened, watching like helicopter footage of the way the tsunami wave, yeah, coming across the land and seeing like a guy in a car driving towards stopping, making a U turn, and then speeding the opposite direction on the highway yeah as you see this giant wave just following behind it thinking holy fuck like i can't even imagine yeah (sighs) dude like that was one of that was one of the most bone chilling videos i think i've ever watched in my life i guarantee it because you ought like everybody even just hearing it made me go what would i do yeah. Because you put yourself in his shoes and you got to think like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Like, right. 
Cause like the video, it's crazy video too. Cause it's like, and the, and there's no audio to it. Or if there was, I didn't have it turned on. Yeah. And even if it was, it's was probably in Japanese, and I wouldn't understand it. Yeah. I would need you to subtitle it for me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the video was just of this car, and then like, you just see this car driving. You're thinking, why are they just showing just this car, right? Yeah. So then it like zooms out just a little bit and pans to the right slightly and you see this massive wave coming the opposite <laughs> right direction towards this car. Yeah. And then it like zooms back in on the car and you see it like slam on its brakes, like do a real quick U-turn right in the lane it's in and then just like peel out going the back the opposite direction and then it zooms back out and now that wave is like twice as close to it you know yeah and he's just fucking flooring it the opposite direction oh i guarantee you have to like was he what was he doing what was he texting on his phone or something like what was he doing to not know that that wave that was coming giant wave was coming towards him you think it was a sky or something yeah i don't know man but that was just and then it but then you don't ever see like did he make it like did he get to that 90 degree turn in the road and he's like fuck yeah yeah i was sitting there thinking that like dude one turn yeah you're fucked yeah. there's no coming back and like like now at that point if you're fucked like do you stay in the car or you get out i don't know man because there's gonna be a lot of debris yeah and it would protect you from that but man that car is gonna sink oh yeah for sure <laughs> You're going to be under. You make sure all your windows are up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. The debris will come right through the windows. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I hope he made it. That's all I got to say. I hope he made it. Uh, so would you go to Fukushima to see the ghost town? Yeah, I'd see it. The aftermath. Yeah, I, I'd definitely go see it. 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 I don't think I would. I wonder if there's any radiation left over. Like, all right, now that would be an issue. Yeah. Because, you know, they say 32 years, radiation depletes. I have no idea. Um, I think that's what it is. Uh, And then after that, it starts to fade away, but then it takes even longer because it's only like percentage of, you know. Right. um, Before it's safe because it has to be in a certain level for you to get in there. Um, I mean, if it was safe for you to go, it would be just kind of cool just to see like a dissolute ghost town. We'll go if we can have a Geiger counter. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, Belshite, Spain is number three on the list. Belshite is historically important because it was the front during the Spanish Civil War between 1936 and 1939. Both the Nationalist Army and the Republic Army had a chance to control the town. After the war, the town was totally ruined, and you could smell corpses all around. I mean, it looks like uh, just decimated, just decimated buildings, rubble everywhere. I don't, I don't think I have an interest in going. That's my problem with this one. Yeah, like I, I didn't know anything about it, and I'm just kind of like, sounds like a bad disaster, but. Yeah, the Spanish Civil War. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I think I'm okay. You know why? <laughs> why? Because you're American, probably. Because this is the nationalism in you. Yeah, you're like, yeah, it didn't happen in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just didn't get the publicity it needed. Right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't learn about it in school. This yeah. is the first I even heard of it. Yeah, it was, there's no hype around it. I'm sorry, Spain. Yeah, 
but we love you. Yeah. And I'll come there on uh, a tourist vacation, but I probably won't go there. Yeah. Unless it's close to the beach. Yeah, or that cool-ass church they have. Yeah, or Madrid, if I can go rolling, running with the running with the bulls. Yeah. You pass it and just, oh, there it is. And oh, keep there, going. There yeah. I Actually, you know what? Mandy would take a lot of pictures of it. Yeah. I could see that. She yeah. likes taking pictures of ruins and stuff. Actually, I like taking pictures of ruins and stuff. I yeah. would probably enjoy that. It would be kind of cool. Yeah. I just don't want to smell dead bodies still. Hopefully that they're all they're all skeletons now. Well, yeah, they'd have to be a hundred years later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number two, Chernobyl, in Ukraine. Yeah. Known for the nuclear disaster that happened on the 27th of April in 1986, Chernobyl is a ghost town now. Thousands of people died there. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky says Chernobyl is a unique place on the planet where nature revives after a global man-made disaster. Where there is a real ghost town, we have to show this place to the world. Scientists, ecologists, historians and tourists end quote uh i don't know man i've seen uh human centipede yeah <laughs> does that have something to do with chernobyl yeah dude i've never seen it you never seen it oh dude they go to chernobyl yeah and they basically i can't remember if they get left there or like this guy like does something one of them gets captured and then gets made into the human centipede with two other people oh lovely yeah well they yeah um so i don't want that to happen but uh you know i know that like the wildlife and animals are starting to go back to chernobyl i heard it is very creepy there once again it's 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 got the hype around it it's got the fame but i mean i feel like also you're i actually i don't think you're allowed to go but people go anyway oh yeah yeah uh like there's like underground tourism people that will take you there Chuck it off. That's what it's like. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> his, that's his voice. That was a spot on yeah. impression. Oh, killed it, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Number one on the list. The suicide forest in Japan. Yeah. Do you know what it's called? The suicide forest in Akagahara, Japan? Akagahara. <laughs> Akagahara. Yeah. A-O-K-I-G-A-H-A-R-A. Well, I don't think anyone's A-O-K when they go in there. Well. Uh, (laughs) Aokigahara is a forest which is one of the most popular suicide destinations in the world. It is a thick forest with twisted trees, hundreds of caves, and uneven ground, which makes it naturally fearful. What makes it scarier is the silence. You can even hear your own breath in the suicide forest of Japan. Wow. That is creepy. Yeah. I've heard, uh, actually, I did a little reading on that the other day. It was about, like, the myth is that there's demons that live, because it's like at the foot of Mount Fuji. Yeah. And it's like there's demons that live in the forest. And then people who go there to commit suicide yeah. quite often. Like I've also heard like you walk in it, you will see someone like just like who hung themselves usually. I feel like I would go. I don't know how far into the forest I would go. 
Well, a lot of times um, I've seen this where people will have like a string or a rope. Yeah. That they'll like tie, like they'll park their car on the edge of the forest and tie the rope to their car. Yeah. To like the bumper of their car and then just walk into the forest with this rope. Yeah. That way when they're done hiking, they follow the rope back to their car. Otherwise they will get lost. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Maybe that's what you got to do. It's uh. It- but then on top of that. So now there's lots, there's like lots of ropes just found laying in the forest, like on the ground. Oh, wow. Where people did that and still got lost. And like, cause they're whatever reason they followed the route back and it didn't lead back to their car. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the part. I don't want to get lost in the forest of dead bodies. Essentially. <laughs> that would definitely break your psyche after a while. Oh yeah. If every time you took a turn, you're like, Oh, there's another one up oh, oh, that. Damn it. All right. I'm definitely going the wrong way. Yeah. Or, oh, you know, I'm, you know what it is, you know, it's the suicide force. Yeah. You already have this inclination that there's demons. You just said, yeah. In this place, it's so eerily quiet that you can hear your own breath. Yeah. You know, and you're walking and you scream and nothing comes out. Yeah. You have a rope. That leads back to your car. You get back to the other end of the rope, and you find out it's actually tied to a tree. Like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. You know, I mean, this is the type of shit that happens in this place. Yeah. And then you just lose your mind eventually. And you either die of malnutrition, Mm -hmm. starvation, thirst, or you hang yourself. It's definitely one I feel like you'd have to stop and look in, but I don't know how far you'd actually want to go. Is it a place you would go by yourself? Hell to the no. No. <laughs> no. All right, so let's go record a podcast. <laughs> no, no. Do you know who Logan Paul is? No. No, he, uh, so he's a, he was, he was a Vine star YouTuber, got famous. Yeah. Gotten so much shit. Yeah. Because he went to the suicide forest and was videotaping a YouTube bit in there yeah. and came across like a dead body and just kind of like sat there, made fun of it on camera and like moved on. And like everyone was like, that was super fucking disrespectful. And he got shit. He basically like everyone stopped subscribing. Like he, he got very much blackballed. Now he's, he's been trying to work his way back up in the fame realm, but yeah, it, it's super messed up. Well, dude, I'm not trying to disrespect dead bodies. No, I know, but just to go there and film a do a podcast, I yeah. see. I feel like now it's on edge because of that. Like, even if we did it right, we'd probably still get shit for it. But for what? Uh, we could actually drink Japanese sake there. That's true. You know. Yeah. And we would we'd even pour a little on the ground for the dead. <laughs> yeah. For the homies, you know. Yeah. We could do that with German beer in Auschwitz. Yeah. Or Polish beer. Jewish beer. Do they make Jewish beer? Uh, is, there kosher, is there kosher beer? I guarantee it. I know I had a buddy that was... Um, 
he worked at a brewery and he was he was Jewish and he was talking about starting his own brewery up and he was gonna call it Hebrews. Oh, thank you. I was like, yeah. ah, damn it, that's good. That's funny. That is good. Here's the weird thing. All right, so we just went through the the top tourism destinations. I've got one good question for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for your bachelor party. Yeah. Which one are we going to? Uh, none of them. None of them. None of these. None of them. None of these. If if it was expenses paid, all expenses all paid. expense paid. And after that, after that, we could go to Vegas, but we have to go to one place first. For like one night? For one night. Where mm. are we going? On this list, I would say all my boys. All your boys. And we will be hammered. <laughs> and we got DDs and all that good stuff. Bachelor party. Bachelor party. Food taken. We all get to go. Oh, well, there's only, there's only, there's only one place that we can go to then. Brand Castle, Romania. Transylvania. <laughs> nice. All the boys? Yeah. All the guys? Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. I didn't know if at first you were like, you know what? I'm going to fuck with everyone in my wedding party, and we're going to the island of fucking lost dolls. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, because I don't want to <laughs> yeah, go there yeah. either. But no, I think, uh, I think the uh, Count Dracula... You know, the yeah. the Transylvanian castle. Good call. That's that, where we're, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that one. That was a good call. I Did you feel like there were some, there, like it was missing some uh, like areas, like some destinations? Like, because like Japan, like I was thinking maybe like Hiroshima or Nagasaki might be on there, but yeah. I don't know if they're rebuilt or. Yeah, I don't know. You know, there's um I saw when I was kind of looking through the, the ones I was looking through, there was ones talking about like in Vietnam, the, the tunnels that would, where the Vietnamese soldiers would use. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're like 75 miles long. There's like another one. I just ran, ran across the devil's Island and, and we already covered that one. I've been the devil's lake in North Dakota. Yeah. yeah it went skinny dipping there actually. Huh? It's a, it's a good time. Great camping destination. Yeah. Here's one. In the summertime, though. <laughs> Got to go in the summer. Uh, the Point de la Alma Road Tunnel in Paris, France. Yeah. It's where Princess Diana died. Like, it's literally an overpass, but I guess it's where a car wrecked. Yeah. And that was number one on this list. I'm like, I don't know if I'd go see that. Yeah. And number two is like ground zero. I'm like, ah, Princess Diana... Uh, I'm, I got to give it to Ground Zero on that one. Nationalism. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Plus, uh, I mean, how many more people died? Yeah, just a couple. Yeah, just a couple more. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if we're going on like just destinations of mass death, yeah. Like, dude, you got to go to Russia. You got to go to like anywhere in England or in Europe where the Black Plague happened. True. Yeah. Uh, you can go to the catacombs under Paris, France. That's what I was thinking of. I was like, I knew there was a church that had tons of like skulls like that just piled up. Well, that's not a church. It's catacombs, but yeah. they're directly underneath the Church of Notre Dame. Yeah. In Paris, France, which actually just burnt down. Which that sucks. While, uh, Michelle Obama masturbated on top of it. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Dude, there's video evidence. <laughs> there's always some. Um, I was. I just had one in my head where I was like, you know, would that be considered dark tourism or would it not be? What? Uh, oh, like like the Mayans and Aztecs. Like they sacrificed people. Oh yeah, dude! I totally want to go see that. Yeah, like is that? That's not really considered dark tourism though. It's just like tourism. It's like that's just what they did. They sacrificed people to the serpent god to make it rain, and then Mo- I think most tour most historical tourism. Yeah, is dark tourism. I I kind of agree with you on that because like a lot of them have spotted paths. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, on top of that, like, okay, like just locally, you go to these places that are like civil war battlefields and shit like that. Oh yeah. Like that's all dark tourism. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. There's millions of people that have died right all over. Yeah. Then, you know, on top of the, her, horrific things that just happened day to day from like the time this place started till now yeah uh, oh yeah so yeah the the united states is covered from head to toe yeah and places destinations of atrocity yeah you know that's why the country's cursed yeah from the beginning yeah because the whole fucking place is built on top of Indian burial grounds. Yeah. yeah, Pretty much. Yeah. It pretty much is. Yeah. yeah. It's we, all there. Did we learn nothing from the movie Poltergeist? <laughs> Not a damn thing. <laughs> and you wonder why shit's going haywire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2020. Um, That's right. Meanwhile, these, you know, Native American spirits are just laughing their asses off yeah oh yeah like yeah how you like it now that's right yeah god i guess that is true yeah hmm interesting well if uh so you said you where you take a bachelor party uh if kind of to close it out would uh where's the one place on the list or not that you would think is a dark tourism place that you you've got to go that i have to go to yeah that i really want to see yeah dude i've always wanted to go to ireland yeah that's like one of the top places in the world that i've always i've i've been to thanks to the air force i've been to many places across the across the world yeah unfortunately ireland is not one of those places Mm -hmm. but it's always a place that i've always wanted to go to um and one of the things that I know that I would do there is check out the castles in yeah. Ireland because there's many castles in Ireland. They all look super cool. Oh, yeah. Of course, I'd be taking Mandy with me. Yeah. So I have to have somebody to go in first to make sure that it's safe. <laughs> uh, so Leap Castle in Ireland, I guess, if we're going off this list, would be one yeah. of the places I'd want to check out. Yeah. I uh, I also – I was – I was actually supposed to go to Ireland um, in my, like, I basically it was like a graduation gift, and I just never took advantage of it. Like some people that were like, if you graduate, we'll all kind of pull together if you want to go somewhere. And I was like, cool, I'm going to go to Ireland. Yeah. And just never took advantage of it, never did it. I regret it. Um, oh, yeah, you should have went. Yeah, Ireland would have been amazing. Um, 
dark tourism hotspots like that would definitely be an interesting one all the castles um see i feel like there's none that i'd like i have to go see like would you go to like the the manson house or anything like that no i don't care about any of that yeah um or like alcatraz that would be one i'd have to see even Alcatraz, I'm I'm just indifferent about. Yeah, I would go out and see Alcatraz just be, just because it is so famous of a prison. On top of, uh, I love the movie The Rock with Nicolas Cage and. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's a badass Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, I'd it, I'd do it almost just to go see the movie set. <laughs> but I just don't want to go to San Francisco. Yeah, it's too freaking liberal for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd I'd go in a heartbeat. It'd be fun. Nah, there's too many hills. <laughs> Dude, there's hills. Uh, the hills have eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. I was just talking to my wife about. Uh, I, I've been annoying the piss out of her about uh, getting an RV. I'm like, come on, baby. Look, I, she because like every time we got to drive back and forth to come do the podcast and you're like that. She's like, oh, we got to drive. I'm like, see, if we just get an RV, you would be comfortable. There's a bed. Go sleep. Yeah. Our dog wouldn't freak out because it's in the car. I got a small RV. We're cool. And she's like, no, you're not getting an RV. And I'm like, what? Like, nothing bad ever happens when you have an RV. Like, right. Except, you know, it runs out of gas and breaks down in a desert and the hills have eyes. But <laughs> other than that. <laughs> That's only when we're going to go try and find the mailbox outside of Area 51. Yes. The, definitely need an RV for that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of RV... When we do get this Patreon up and running, uh, we need to get our money put together and saved for an RV, for an on-the-road RV. Yeah. That we can take, like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and then when we take all that money that we get and we're going to we're gonna create an RV yeah. that we're going to set up a podcast station inside the RV – and we're just going to go on the road yeah and we're, and travel around and and just visit all these different places and all these interesting people and do the podcast on the road take it on the road i'd love it dude i'm about to pitch this to the travel channel yeah. we'll have our episodes and we'll do their episodes and they'll finance it yeah that's actually a good idea yeah <laughs> yep all right uh look out travel channel we'll be sending you a message soon yeah <laughs> and uh if you want to message us back you can do it at serverless thoughts at gmail.com that's right travel channel (laughs) Uh, that's where that's where you can find us or all of our social media that's right we got twitter at think soberless or uh facebook soberless thoughts yeah don't forget instagram soberless thoughts uh tiktok soberless thoughts uh (laughs) what are all the other ones snapchat serverless thoughts yeah uh I, what are all the other apps i don't even know man there's so many social medias now yeah i was say I, myspace at serverless thoughts i don't uh, even think i've <laughs> like some of them i don't think we even have stuff on but yeah fuck it look for us there uh yeah <laughs> just search duck duck goose serverless thoughts duck duck goose serverless thoughts duck duck gary isn't that a duck duck goose is this thing isn't that the thing search engine duck duck go that's it oh okay duck duck go i was like that was a little kids game back in the day yeah duck duck go soberless thoughts you'll find us yeah uh or go to bing Bing bing.com search soberless thoughts 
or if you if you're really desperate, you can go to this thing called Google. Yeah. And search for soberless thoughts. I'm more of an Ask Jeeves kind of guy. Dude, love Ask Jeeves. Yeah. Or like Yahoo search. I miss Ask Jeeves. I'll bring him back. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Or ask even you can even ask Siri. Yeah. Or Alexa. There you go. About soberless thoughts, and you'll find us. Oh, yeah. No, she'll we'll be, be like, there. I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> yeah. then you have to explain to Alexa what soberless thoughts is, and it'll open up a whole dialect with an artificial intelligence <laughs> that you didn't even know existed. That's right. But you'll enjoy it. <laughs> uh, Alex? Yep. Stay cheesy, keep it classy. Stay cheesy, keep it greasy. All right. You classy, you son of a bitch. Music